Sections 1 through 17 of Of Holy Virginity, De Virginitate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Of Holy Virginity, De Virginitate by St. Augustine of Hippo. Translated by Charles John Cornish, 1810-1870. Sections 1 through 17. From the Retractions 223 after i had written on the good of marriage it was expected that i should write on holy virginity and i did not delay to do so and that it is god's gift and how great a gift and with what humility to be guarded so far as i was able i set forth in one volume this book begins etc we lately put forth a book of the good of marriage in which also we admonished and admonish the virgins of christ not on account of that greater gift which they have received to despise in comparison of themselves the fathers and mothers of the people of god and not to think those men whom the apostle sets forth as the olive that the engrafted wild olive be not proud who did service to christ about to come hereafter even by the begetting of sons on this account of less desert because by divine right continence is preferred to wedded life and pious virginity to marriage forsooth in them were being prepared and brought forth future things which now we see fulfilled in a marvellous and effectual manner whose married life also was prophetic whence not after the wonted custom of human wishes and joys but by the very deep counsel of god in certain of them fruitfulness obtained to be honoured in certain also barrenness to be made fruitful but at this time towards them unto whom it is said if they contain not let them be married we must use not consolation but exhortation but them unto whom it is said whoever can receive let him receive we must exhort that they be not alarmed and alarm that they be not lifted up wherefore virginity is not only to be set forth that it may be loved but also to be admonished that it be not puffed up this we have undertaken in our present discourse may christ help us the son of a virgin and the spouse of virgins born after the flesh of a virgin womb and wedded after the spirit in virgin marriage whereas therefore the whole church itself is a virgin espoused unto one husband christ as the apostle says of how great honour are its members worthy who guard this even in the flesh itself which the whole church guards in the faith which imitates the mother of her husband and her lord for the church also is both a mother and a virgin for whose virgin purity consult we for if she is not a virgin or whose children address we if she is not a mother mary bare the head of this body after the flesh the church bears the members of that body after the spirit in both virginity hinders not fruitfulness in both fruitfulness takes not away virginity wherefore whereas the whole church is holy both in body and spirit and yet the whole is not virgin in body but in spirit how much more holy is it in these members wherein it is virgin both in body and spirit it is written in the gospel of the mother and brethren of christ that is his kindred after the flesh that when word had been brought to him and they were standing without because they could not come to him by reason of the crowd he made answer who is my mother or who are my brethren and stretching forth his hand over his disciples he says these are my brethren and whosoever shall have done the will of my father that man is to me brother and mother and sister 
what else teaching us than to prefer to kindred after the flesh our descent after the spirit and that men are not blessed for this reason that they are united by nearness of flesh unto just and holy men but that by obeying and following they cleave unto their doctrine and conduct therefore mary is more blessed in receiving the faith of christ than in conceiving the flesh of christ for to a certain one who said blessed is the womb which bear you he himself made answer yea rather blessed are they who hear the word of god and keep it lastly to his brethren that is his kindred after the flesh who believed not in him what profit was there in that being of kin thus also her nearness as mother would have been no profit to mary had she not borne christ in her heart after a more blessed manner than in her flesh her virginity also itself was on this account more pleasing and accepted in that it was not that christ being conceived in her rescued it beforehand from a husband who would violate it himself to preserve it but before he was conceived chose it already dedicated to god as that from which to be born this is shown by the words which mary spoke in answer to the angel announcing to her conception how says she shall this be seeing i know not a man which assuredly she would not say unless she had before vowed herself unto god as a virgin but because the habits of the israelites as yet refused this she was espoused to a just man who would not take from her by violence but rather guard against violent persons what she had already vowed although even if she had said this only how shall this take place and had not added seeing i know not a man certainly she would not have asked how being a female she could give birth to her promised son if she had married with purpose of sexual intercourse she might have been bidden also to continue a virgin that in her by fitting miracle the son of god should receive the form of a servant but being to be a pattern to holy virgins lest it should be thought that she alone needed to be a virgin who had obtained to conceive a child even without sexual intercourse she dedicated her virginity to god when as yet she knew not what she should conceive in order that the imitation of a heavenly life in an earthly and mortal body it should take place of vow not of command through love of choosing not through necessity of doing service thus christ being born of a virgin who before she knew who was to be born of her had determined to continue a virgin chose rather to approve than to command holy virginity and thus even in the female herself in whom he took the form of a servant he willed that virginity should be free there is therefore no reason why the virgins of god be sad because themselves also cannot keeping their virginity be mothers of the flesh for him alone could virginity give birth to with fitting proprietary who in his birth could have no peer however that birth of the holy virgin is the ornament of all holy virgins and themselves together with mary are mothers of christ if they do the will of his father for mary also is on this account the mother of christ in a way more full of praise and blessing according to his sentence mentioned above whosoever does the will of my father who is in heaven that one is to me brother and sister and mother all these degrees of nearness of kin to himself he shows forth in a spiritual manner in the people whom he has redeemed as brothers and sisters he has holy men and holy women for as much as they are co-heirs in the heavenly inheritance his mother is the whole church because she herself assuredly gives birth to his members 
that is, his faithful ones. Also his mother is every pious soul, doing the will of his father with most fruitful charity, in them of whom it travails, until himself be formed in them. Mary, therefore, doing the will of God after the flesh, is only the mother of Christ, but after the spirit she is both his sister and mother. And on this account, that one female, not only in the spirit, but also in the flesh, is born a mother and a virgin, and a mother indeed in the spirit, not of our head, which is the Saviour himself, of whom rather she was born after the spirit, forasmuch as all who have believed in him, among whom is herself also, are rightly called children of the bridegroom, but clearly the mother of his members, which are we in that she wrought together by charity that faithful ones should be born in the church who are members of that head but in the flesh the mother of the head himself for it behooved that our head on account of a notable miracle should be born after the flesh of a virgin that he might thereby signify that his members would be born after the spirit of the church a virgin therefore mary alone both in spirit and in flesh is a mother and a virgin both the mother of christ and a virgin of christ but the church in the saints who shall possess the kingdom of god in the spirit indeed is altogether the mother of christ altogether a virgin of christ but in the flesh not altogether but in certain a virgin of christ in certain a mother but not of christ forsooth both faithful women who are married and virgins dedicated to god by holy manners and charity out of a pure heart and good conscience and faith unfeigned because they do the will of the father are after a spiritual sense mothers of christ but they who in married life give birth to children after the flesh give birth not to christ but to adam and therefore run that their offspring having been died in his sacraments may become members of christ forasmuch as they know what they have given birth to I have said this, lest haply married fruitfulness dare to vie with virgin chastity, and to set forth Mary herself, and to say unto the virgins of God, she had in her flesh two things worthy of honour, virginity and fruitfulness. Inasmuch as she both continued a virgin and bore, this happiness, since we do not both have the whole, we have divided, that you be virgins, we be mothers. For what is wanting to you in children, let your virginity that has been preserved be a consolation for us let the gain of children make up for our lost virginity this speech of faithful women married unto holy virgins would anyhow be to be endured if they gave birth to christians in the flesh that in this alone save virginity the fruitfulness of mary in the flesh should be more excellent that she gave birth to the head himself of these members but they to the members of that head but now although by this speech there vie such as on this one account wed and have intercourse with husbands that they may have sons and have no other thought of their sons than to gain them for christ and do this so soon as they can yet are not christians born of their flesh but made so afterwards the church giving them birth through this that in a spiritual manner she is the mother of the members of christ of whom also after a spiritual manner she is the virgin and unto this holy birth mothers also who have not borne in the flesh christians are workers together that they may become what they know that they could not give birth to in the flesh yet 
are they workers together through this wherein themselves also are virgins and mothers of christ that is to say in faith which works through love therefore no fruitfulness of the flesh can be compared to holy virginity even of the flesh for neither is itself also honored because it is virginity but because it has been dedicated to god and although it be kept in the flesh yet it is kept by religion and devotion of the spirit and by this means even virginity of body is spiritual which continence of piety vows and keeps for even as no one makes an immodest use of the body unless the sin have been before conceived in the spirit so no one keeps modesty in the body unless chastity have been before implanted in the spirit but further if modesty of married life although it be guarded in the flesh is yet attributed to the soul not to the flesh under the rule and guidance of which the flesh itself has no intercourse with any beside its own proper estate of marriage how much more and with how much greater honour are we to reckon among the goods of the soul that continence whereby the virgin purity of the flesh is vowed consecrated and kept for the creator himself of the soul and flesh wherefore neither are we to believe that their fruitfulness of the flesh who at this time seek in marriage nothing else save children to make over unto christ can be set against the loss of virginity forsooth in former times unto christ about to come after the flesh the race itself of the flesh was needful in a certain large and prophetic nation but now when from out every race of men and from out all nations members of christ may be gathered unto the people of god and city of the kingdom of heaven whoever can receive sacred virginity let him receive it and let her only who contains not be married for what if any rich woman were to expend much money on this good work and to buy from out different nations slaves to make christians will she not provide for the giving birth to members of christ in a manner more rich and more numerous than any how great soever fruitfulness of the womb and yet she will not therefore dare to compare her money to the offering of holy virginity but if for the sake of making such as shall be born christians fruitfulness of the flesh shall with just reason be set against the loss of chastity this matter will be more fruitful if virginity be lost at a great price of money whereby many more children may be purchased to be made christians than could be born from the womb however fruitful of a single person but if it be extreme folly to say this let the faithful women that are married possess their own good of which we have treated so far as seems fit in another volume and let them more highly honour even as they are most rightly used to do in the sacred virgins their better good of which we are treating in our present discourse for not even herein ought such as are married to compare themselves with the deserts of the continents in that of them virgins are born for this is not a good of marriage but of nature which was so ordered of god as that of every sexual intercourse whatever of the two sexes of humankind whether in due order and honest or base and unlawful there is born no female save a virgin yet is none born a sacred virgin so it is brought to pass that a virgin is born even of fornication but a sacred virgin not even of marriage nor do we ourselves set forth this in virgins that they are virgins but that they are virgins dedicated unto god by pious continence for it is not at a venture that i may say a married woman seems to me happier than a virgin about to be married for the one has 
what the other as yet desires especially if she be not yet even the betrothed of any one the one studies to please one unto whom she has been given the other may in doubt unto whom she is to be given by this one thing she guards modesty of thought from the crowd that she is seeking not an adulterer but a husband in the crowd therefore that virgin is with good reason set before a married woman who neither sets herself forth for the multitude to love whereas she seeks from out the multitude the love of one nor having now found him orders herself for one taking thought of the things of the world how to please her husband but has so loved him of fair beauty above the sons of men as that because she could not even as mary conceive him in her flesh she has kept her flesh also virgin for him conceived in her heart this kind of virgins no fruitfulness of the body has given birth to this is no progeny of flesh and blood if of these the mother be sought for it is the church none bears sacred virgins save a sacred virgin she who has been espoused to be presented chaste unto one husband christ of her not altogether in body but altogether in spirit virgin are born holy virgins both in body and in spirit let marriages possess their own good not that they beget sons but that honestly that lawfully that modestly that in a spirit of fellowship they beget them and educate them after they have been begotten with cooperation with wholesome teaching and earnest purpose in that they keep the faith of the couch one with another in that they violate not the sacrament of wedlock all these however are offices of human duty but virginal chastity and freedom through pious continence from all sexual intercourse is the portion of angels and a practice incorruptible flesh of perpetual incorruption to this let all fruitfulness of the flesh yield all chastity of married life the one is not in man's power the other is not in eternity free choice has not fruitfulness of the flesh heaven has not chastity of married life assuredly they will have something great beyond others in that common immortality who have something already not of the flesh in the flesh whence they are marvellously void of wisdom who think that the good of this continence is not necessary for the sake of the kingdom of heaven but for the sake of the present world in that forsooth married persons are strained different ways by earthly cares more and more straitened from which trouble virgins and continent persons are free as though on this account only it were better not to be married that the straits of this present time may be escaped not that it is of any profit unto a future life and that they may not seem to have put forth this vain opinion from out the vanity of their own heart they take the apostle to witness where he says but concerning virgins i have not command of the lord but i give counsel as having obtained mercy from god to be faithful therefore i think that this is good on account of the present necessity because it is good for a man so to be lo say they where the apostle shows that this is good on account of the present necessity not on account of the future eternity as though the apostle would have regard for the present necessity otherwise than as providing and consulting for the future whereas all his dealing calls not save unto life eternal it is therefore the present necessity that we are to avoid but yet such as is a hindrance to somewhat of the good thing to come by which necessity the married life is forced to have thought of the things of the world how to please the husband the wife or the wife the husband not that these separate from the kingdom of god as there are sins 
which are restrained by command not by counsel on this account because it is matter of condemnation not to obey the lord when he commands but that which within the kingdom of god itself might be more largely possessed if there were larger thoughts how they were to please god will assuredly be less when as this very thing is less thought of by necessity of marriage therefore he says concerning virgins i have not command of the lord for whoever obeys not a command is guilty and liable for punishment wherefore because it is not sin to marry a wife or to be married but if it were a sin it would be forbidden by a command on this account there is no command of the lord concerning virgins but since after we have shunned or had forgiveness of sins we must approach eternal life wherein is a certain or more excellent glory to be assigned not unto all who shall live forever but unto certain there in order to obtain which it is not enough to have been set free from sins unless there be vowed unto him who sets us free something which it is no matter of fault not to have vowed but matter of praise to have vowed and performed he says i give counsel as having obtained mercy from god that i should be faithful for neither ought i to grudge faithful counsel who not by my own merits but by the mercy of god am faithful i think therefore that this is good by reason of the present necessity this says he on which i have not command of the lord but give counsel that is concerning virgins i think to be good by reason of the present necessity for i know what the necessity of the present time unto which marriages serve compels that the things of god be less thought of than is enough for the obtaining that glory which shall not be of all although they abide in eternal life and salvation for star differs from star in brightness so also the resurrection of the dead it is therefore good for a man so to be after that the same apostle adds and says you are bound to a wife seek not loosening you are loosed from a wife seek not a wife of these two that which be set first pertains unto command against which it is not lawful to do for it is not lawful to put away a wife save because of fornication as the lord himself says in the gospel but that which he added you are loosed from a wife seek not a wife is a sentence of counsel not of command therefore it is lawful to do but it is better not to do lastly he added straightway both if you shall have taken a wife you have not sinned and if a virgin shall have been married she sins not but after that former saying of this you are bound to a wife seek not loosening he added not did he and if you shall be have loosed you have not sinned for he had already said above but to these who are in marriage i command not i but the lord that the wife depart not from her husband but if she shall have departed that she remain unmarried or be reconciled unto her own husband for it may come to pass that she depart not through any fault of her own but of her husband then he says and let not the man put away his wife which nevertheless he set down of command of the lord nor did he then add and if he shall have put her away he sins not for this is a command not to obey which is sin not a counsel which if you shall be unwilling to use you will obtain less good not do any ill on this account after he had said you are loosed from a wife seek not a wife because he was not given command in order that there be not evil done but was given counsel in order that there be done what is better 
straightway he added both if you shall have taken a wife you have not sinned and if a virgin shall have been married she sins not yet he added but such shall have tribulation of the flesh but i spare you in this matter of exhorting unto virginity and continual continence so as some little to alarm also from marriage with all modesty not as from a matter evil and unlawful but as from one burdensome and troublesome for it is one thing to incur dishonour of the flesh and another to have tribulation of the flesh the one is matter of crime to do the other of labour to suffer which for the most part men refuse not even for the most honourable duties but for the having of marriage now at this time wherein there is no service done unto christ about to come through descent of flesh by the beginning of the family itself to take upon one to bear that tribulation of the flesh which the apostle foretells to such as shall be married would be extremely foolish did not incontinent persons fear lest through the temptation of satan they should fall into damnable sins but whereas he says that he spares them who he says will have tribulation of the flesh there suggests itself to me in the meanwhile no sounder interpretation than that he was unwilling to open and unfold in words this self-same tribulation of the flesh which he foreannounced to those who chose marriage in suspicions of jealousy of married life in begetting and nurture of children in fears and sorrows of childlessness for how very few after they have found themselves with the bonds of marriage are not drawn and driven to and fro by these feelings and this we ought not to exaggerate lest we spare not the very persons who the apostles thought were to be spared only by this which i have briefly set down the reader ought to be set on his guard against those who in this that is written but such shall have tribulation of the flesh but i spare you falsely charge marriage as indirectly condemned by this sentence as though he were unwilling to utter the condemnation itself when he says but i spare you for that forsooth when he spares them he spared not his own soul as saying falsely and if you shall have taken a wife you have not sinned and if a virgin shall have been married she sins not and this whoever believe or would have believed concerning holy scripture they as it were prepare for themselves a way for liberty of lying or for defence of their own perverse opinion in whatever case they hold other sentiments than what sound doctrine demands for if there shall be alleged any plain statement from the divine books whereby to refute their errors this they have at hand as a shield whereby defending themselves as it were against the truth they lay themselves bare to be wounded by the devil to say that the author of the book did not speak the truth in this instance at one time in order to spare the weak at another in order to alarm despisers just as a case shall come to hand wherein to defend their own perverse opinion and thus while they had rather defend than amend their own opinions they essay to break the authority of holy scripture whereby alone all proud and hard necks are broken end of sections one through seventeen